Alrighty, and welcome back to episode two of a worthless film podcast, where the films We're are back. not worthless, just our opinions. Just I our ju- opinions, and I, and I interrupted the intro two weeks in a row now. He's going to do it every week. We're still figuring each other out, so, you know, it's good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, Perfect. Jack, before you even get into anything else, how was your week? What have you been, what have you been watching besides this glorious superhero content? Uh, yeah, man, my week's been good. I just moved to oh, uh, the wonderful Pasadena. Um, and Such been, a beautiful home. Yeah, it's amazing. It's lovely. Um, yeah, and then I've been, oh my gosh, what have I been watching? Um, well, I haven't watched this yet, but Blade Runner 2049 just got put on HBO Max. I saw that. Yeah, and it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, you told Jack had told me that I don't need to watch the original. I can just watch the new one. And I think I'm going to take a cue from him because I want to see that movie. You can just, yeah, you can just get the first one. I mean, the first one's great. I love it. Um, not everybody loves it. It's not for everybody. Um, but it is, yeah, I think like 2049 is easily one of the best action movies ever made, I would say. I or think, like best sci-fi movies ever made. Oh, sci-fi for sure. Action yeah. movie. I'm like, wow, what a, what a take, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, You're not the best, first. but like one of the best. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> um yeah what honestly you, i i've been watching i want to let you know i've been freaking hyped on game of thrones oh what season are you on now? i'm i literally just about to, i'm just about to finish uh season four and for those who haven't watched it i don't want to spoil it but the most terrifying thing of all time that i've seen is the fight like i've seen the red wedding i've seen yeah I saw the fight basically between, and I don't want to spoil who the winner is, but between Oberon, Mar- Oberon Martell and yep. the mountain. Yeah. That will let, I've like, oh my gosh, that <laughs> one just ruined me for a while. How do you feel about them recasting the mountain in that show? Did they recast the mountain? They recast him. Yeah. They got this like, yeah, they got that humongous person who's like one of the biggest people in the world. You know, too. I think yeah. that should really show how I feel about the recasts. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, um, they re- they awesome. recast another guy that wasn't very subtle, though. And so. Oh, are you thinking of Dario Naharis? Dario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, but yeah, yeah no, they, so that's been taking on my life. He was originally Ajax in Deadpool. <gasps> oh, really? Francis, yeah. Yeah, the guy who plays Francis in Deadpool. What? Wait, wait, the old guy or the new guy? Uh, the guy, like the main villain of Deadpool. Like, no, Ajax. no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The first cast oh, became the that first villain. guy. The first guy, oh, yeah. Wow. We are, yeah. Me and my coworkers were all joking that he was too Fabio. <laughs> he is pretty Fabio. Yeah. He, had, like, he wasn't like suave enough to like it be believable that it's, it, it's, it'd be too funny for him to like be seen as like an actual love interest. That's, that's like, fair. Yeah. Too much Fabio energy. The second guy is also in uh, Honey Hill House. So, um, look at this. Fact for you. This is not even the IMDb podcast. This is just me. We're spouting off right now. We're just, we're just going off the cuff here. I only had this written down for no reason. <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, I'm halfway through my notes already for the Superman and Lois. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a spoiler about what we're talking about today. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess, let's Why get, not get into it? Yeah. Let's get into it. Um, maybe before even that. How are we? Fe- how is your relationship with like the Arrowverse? Because I'm like, this show mm. participates in that. You and I have both yeah. talked about it off off recording, but like, yeah, what's your relationship been? Yeah, so I I was an early adopter, I think, of the Arrowverse. Same. Um, 
I got on I got on just at the end of Arrow season one. Um, you are very early. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was very early um, because I just was I was in high school and I was just like craving some superhero stuff. Like, um, like the Dark Knight had recently come out, and I was just like, I need more of this. Oh no, no, the Dark Knight. Uh, uh, the Dark Knight Rises had just recently come out, and I was just like, I need some more superhero stuff. And then they released Arrow, like the season one that same year, I think, 2012. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, 2012. And so I was like, this is basically just more Batman. So I'm totally on board. That's exactly what they were going <laughs> for, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's so obvious. Like, they're just trying to do the Dark Knight, but with bow and arrow. Um, but I loved it. And I was, like, super stoked about it. Because um, it was, like, at the time, like, all we really had was, in, as, in terms of live action, was the Christopher Nolan Batman movies and some Marvel movies. Um, so there wasn't like, it wasn't as saturated as it is now. So seeing anything along the lines of that was like incredible for me. Um, yeah. So I've been in deep since I've watched Arrow, all of Arrow, the flash legends of tomorrow, even when I didn't want to. You still <laughs> watch that? No, 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 not anymore. I'm like, wow. Um, yeah. I watched Supergirl, just about all of it, except for the last season. Um, I watched the black lightning I watched, which was good. Um, I watched. Am I missing anything? There's so many, you know. And yeah. we've we watched the pilot of uh, Superman yeah. and Lois. I watched uh, Constantine too. Oh my that was, gosh, that's that not was even kind of not it, e- not at first, but eventually, yes. Well, technically, tech, if you're going super technical, it's all canon now. Yeah, it is. And like everything, yeah. like oh, have you seen the Valcom or Batman? Because that's canon, like kind of yeah. exists. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So I think that, yeah. Honestly, with, with I, I'll piggyback on what you're saying. Uh, I came in at the very first episode, or what am I saying? I came in probably the very last chunks of season two because I like had mm-hmm. caught. I illegally streamed the first several seasons of Arrow, <laughs> and then uh, tail end of season two of Arrow, which is right after Barry Allen had gotten introduced, and then yeah. I just like loved the Flash, and so when the Flash was going to come on, I was like, oh, I absolutely need to watch that show, and then you know yeah. everything from there. I've at least seen the first season of every show. Okay. Um, the first se- first two seasons of most, but then like Supergirl, I fell off. Black Lightning, I fell off. Because mm-hmm. um, God bless you, but like that is just so that's so many hours of TV in a week dedicated to one universe. Yeah. It's honestly like when you start, it's like if the, the, how I feel about that show is like when you start a home improvement project and like things just like you're really excited about it at first or just any project yeah. and things continually start to fall apart and get worse and worse and harder over time. But you're like, Oh, I'm in too deep. Yeah. I spent too much money on this to stop. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just need to see this through and finish it to feel some kind of, fulfillment or accomplishment so yeah. yeah it's it's been like an uphill journey oftentimes watching these shows because like they're fun but they're like also like pretty dumb and pretty cheesy um but there's like enough good stuff in them that i keep watching them but there's a lot of stuff sometimes where i'm like i feel like i'm wasting my life watching these shows yeah it's like honestly i just think that that show those shows and even some of the netflix ones i'm like just cut down your cut, cut down your episode count we we really yeah like I think all of these shows would be tremendously better if they just had 13 episode seasons. Yeah. But, but that's just me, you know? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. It's like, I mean, and even like, you know, Aaron uh, arrow season eight kind of did that like their final season. 
Coffles just let herself in. I'll just <laughs> say it on air that my dog just just opened the door, so I, I didn't put up the barricade, <laughs> and now it's up. <laughs> my parents aren't quiet. I got to move out soon anyways. Hey, <laughs> um, your thing, man. Um, love waffles on the podcast. Yeah, waffles the super dog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're totally right. And quality over quantity in television, and mm-hmm. yeah. But anyways, we are now here to talk about the cool part is the very first couple seasons though, because there's so much yeah. time and thought that has come into these series, and like, I'm I'm a season behind on Flash. Okay, I'm almost two seasons. But anyways, it's not really worth watching, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like yeah, I just love. I love the beginning and then it's like okay where we're gonna go from here and then yeah it just kind of it gets rough but like it's still fun to like that no matter how we feel about the properties it's always so much fun to see like our characters come to life in these ways you know what i mean yeah and like they they're their love and adoration towards like the comics which is just mm-hmm. like my favorite thing you know i we're getting that and super cool live action stuff is just neat yeah, and it's like I feel like my advice to anybody who's like thinking about watching these shows or like can thinking about continuing to watch them, it's like I think you could just watch the crossover events. Yeah, because honestly, they're good. Like they're not bad at all. Oh, and they're I, amazing. But I feel like they put most of their creative and monetary energy into the crossovers from now, like yep. nowadays, just because they get the most viewers. Um, so it's like it's. I feel like every show I'm always just kind of watching just because I'm ready to watch the crossover. Yeah, and absolutely. Where I'm kind of like, I don't really care to watch this anymore, or I'll yeah. kind of hop off. Because um, the crossovers are like really fun. Like they do like fun stuff that we'll probably never see in the movies, like Crisis and like Crisis on Infinite Earths, like Elseworlds, like Christ on Earth X, like all this kind of stuff. Um, things I doubt we'll be seeing in a DC movie anytime soon, like yeah. on that kind of like scale, um, or like trying to be that accurate kind of thing to it. Yeah, it's and I a lot of fun and. I think that my major point with the whole universe and then we'll transition out or whatever, but like, yeah, there is no, M- like MCU is actually playing catch up to the DC, like CW Arrowverse mm-hmm. because they did multiverse already. They did time travel already. They've yeah. done crossovers already. Like mm-hmm. ev- they did all of it first. And I'm like, I can't, you know, you, you got to <laughs> applaud them for doing it. Cause it's like, I have no idea where they can go next. Like they, after doing crisis on infinite earths, like they did, it's like that changed now. everything. And now yeah. it's like, now Marvel's like, Oh, like we have a multiverse too. And like, <laughs> obviously I think theirs is going to be way more like intentionally crafted. And like, they yeah. spent a lot of man hours and time. That's not to disregard it, but like, Hey, yeah. uh, was it credit where Prop. credits due? They did mm-hmm. it first, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, and like, so, not bad. No, 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 absolutely. It's like, man, the internet was broken when Ezra Miller showed up on uh Oh, I forgot about that. Flash. That's like yeah. there's crossover there. It's yeah. canon. You know what I mean? It's all canon yeah. now. So and like um, seeing like Kevin Conroy like as a as a version of a live action Batman and like, Oh yeah. All the, just like so much stuff bringing it all there. like even bringing like obscure shows from like the early 2000s like the like the Birds of Prey show that was oh, yeah. on air for like a week or something like that. It was one season and I watched yeah. it. <laughs> oh my God. But like just having those things together, like it's, it's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. For sure. Okay. So, and because of those events, we have Superman and Lois. So now mm-hmm. here we are with Superman <laughs> and Lois. Um, I guess my first question, we watched the pilot. It was good. Um, how did you like the opening sequence of, like Superman narrating his story. Yeah. Well, okay. So 
it's very par for the course for the CW show. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Every CW show does like the narrating montage of their backstory. Um, But this one, and I don't know if it's like the way they shot it, the lighting or like the, the obvious like budget increase. Um, It worked for me like so well. Yeah. Um, And like, and it felt, you know, it's like, we all know the Superman like tale and we know his origin story and all that stuff. So it's like, I'm glad they're just brushing by it pretty quick. Um, but also it's like, it felt, it felt different from like a man of steel kind of origin. And it, like, it felt kind of unique to this world. Like Absolutely. I think like the ship he arrived in, all this like weird goo on it. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like throwing, you know, him like, uh, was it like throwing the football or something or throwing? Yeah. Yeah. Throwing something and like breaking the house or whatever like that. Oh, like he threw like a, powers. like a plane or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like a toy oh, yeah, plane. Yeah. 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 Right. And discovering he has power. They've seen he has powers and like, Oh, <laughs> so like it was totally fun. Um, and like the classic Jonathan Kent, like heart attack scene. Um, do you think Jonathan Kent should be alive or should, should, should he die? Did we talk about um, this on the last episode? We, <laughs> I think we talked about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm fine with him dying. Um, I think with a Superman at this age, especially, um, and I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but I feel like this kind of moves on to the Martha Kent situation on the show too. Um, yeah. I think him not having that safety net or like that support system and kind of being, you know, a middle-aged Superman, like trying to raise kids. Um, I think it makes it a lot more interesting because he's kind of having to figure out things on his own. Rather than yeah. going to his parents and having them, you know, solve his problems for him. Yeah. For my comic book podcast fans, I think that one of the most, or for the Cam Reads comics fans, um, this is, this series is without being so intentional, it is, it is drawing heavily from the Patrick Leeson, uh, Peter J. Tomasi Superman rebirth run. That is so, so, so good. Uh, it's pretty much the, what, exactly what you're saying, except for they have one son. It's Jonathan. It's John mm-hmm. Kent and yeah. he they're just raising him as they would have. And it, like they live in a small, they live in a, a farm town called Hamilton County and they're mm-hmm. growing up the sun. And it's just like the wholesome Americana Superman content that you, we didn't realize we needed. And now it's yeah. like to see him raising a family this way. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Like I like it a lot. Um, yeah. I like the, we, I like the like animated style suit. Like oh, the, the Max Fleischer super. It yeah. was so cool. Yeah, and like the green car, like just like the comic book. Like it, that was fun. Like it's it's totally fun. The things I noticed is that that opening sequence, like the the cuts they were doing, was the exact opening of All Star Superman. Mm-hmm. And then when he says, when he catches the kid's hat or whatever, yeah. and like gives it back to him, he says, "Oh, thanks, nice costume. My mom made it for me." Yeah, that is ex- word for word from Superman for all seasons, which are just like several origin stories and perspectives. Mm-hmm. And so they were drawing on all the content. Dang, which I loved. I was like, yeah. I was about it. Um, do you like his costume now and the new one? I do like the costume. Um, yeah, it feels you know, it feels a little bit more like uh not authentic but a little bit more like wholesome than henry cavill's suit i guess um, it's but less cinematic i feel less cinematic um and kind of more like a little goofy but like yeah. go- like superman goofy you know because he's a kind of a goofy character at times yeah yeah uh, absolutely. he's got a little goofy energy um big yeah but it feels less hardcore than that but it, i feel like it also kind of ball- borrows some of those 
better elements from like the man of steel suit and like you know no underwear kind yeah. of belts instead and like it just looks like a variation of the man of steel suit without kind of being like a carbon copy um, yeah I'm, I'm totally into it yeah i like that they leaned in i like number one that this superman has multiple costumes because mm-hmm. to to have make to have a character change over time it just makes sense <laughs> yeah absolutely their look and even like batman has different costumes obviously spider-man has different costumes yeah. um i just i th- i think i like what you're saying and even within the costume and the tone of the show itself was really kind of leaning towards like that americana and like mm-hmm. it is goofy it's like there's this i don't know what it is about the cw shows but they also there's they don't take themselves so seriously yeah they lean yeah. into the camp of what they're like portraying and i think this show did that in like some of the really great ways that we we like about our cw shows yeah yeah and it's like the kind of thing it's the kind of the criticism i have with man of steel um mm. and versus this show and i can like this can transition to you know kind of like thinking about the show itself as a comparison to man of steel because yeah. naturally like the two it's most like, recent Superman properties and the most recent episode like, yeah we exactly we are coming um, off the heels i know yeah, I feel like Man of Steel runs the foul of being afraid to, you know, show something hopeful about Superman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of more, Zack Snyder's kind of more focused on like, oh, like Superman in the real world. Like, you know, Superman, uh, but he's dealing with like national, like geopolitical issues. And and, like, and, and the vanity of godhood, you know. Yeah, Especially- and like all these like high concept things. And it's <laughs> like... um. And it's like, is there, do we need a Superman? All this stuff. And it's like, rather than asking those kinds of questions, like the show is more so like, here is Superman. And here is like, you know, like uh, an endearing yeah. portrayal of Superman. And endearing doesn't mean lame or no. uninteresting. It's like endearing is pushing into those hopeful kind of ideals and like, you know, deal, but also dealing with the realities of the world and choosing mm. to put a hopeful spin on it. And I, you know, and it's not just like, it's not just Superman that does that kind of thing, but I feel like the tone of this show is trying much more to capture that kind of energy. Yeah, there's like, like steel. I call it like the G. Willikers energy of Superman, <laughs> you know, where it's yeah. like, he is just, he comes in and he gives it just a very like earnest mm-hmm. farm boy kind of thing yeah. where it's like, you know, I don't really quite believe Henry Cavill's Superman grew up on a farm. Like they gave no, us the setting. No way, but yeah. You know, he wore the Kansas City t-shirt, but that's about as much <laughs> farm boy as I got from him. Yeah. Uh, he's full on Metropolis, which is yeah. fine. Like, it's a yeah. different take. But, like, yeah. this one, you know, there's Ma and Pa Kent, and there's just, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think you're right. The endearingness surrounding him. Like, so I guess, because yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I think it's really important to say, too. I don't think either of these are wrong. Like, I don't no, know if there's one. Not better or worse take it's really a preference thing and i do think yeah. that both of them are true yeah i feel like if we put tyler hecklin into the world of man of steel it would feel so jarring to have oh, that yeah. superman in that world like i'm like going off of that ben affleck batman like <laughs> make no sense <laughs> at get all. murdered <laughs> yeah. like Dude. murdered day one <laughs> yeah. he's like hi i'm super quit to my dagger like I'm, my name's Cal. Like it just wouldn't be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Actually, now treading into the new territory, how did you feel about uh, Martha Kent? Like in, like her death, because that one was like, whoa, they went there. 
Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I feel like we I feel like it's I'm glad I feel okay. I'm glad the show did it. Um I feel like I would rather have both parents alive or neither. Oh, um, okay. Like I feel like if you get to do the parents thing, like they're still alive, just have them both there and like have yeah. them deal with those kinds of things with them. Um, but I like the idea if that they're both kind of gone. And I was, I was kind of talking about this earlier with Jonathan Kent, but it's like I like the idea of this is a middle-aged Superman and he's married and has teenage sons who are going through a lot of stuff. Like one is, you know, very popular and like killing it with the ladies and at school. And the other has like mental health problems and is like very depressed and is like really going through it. And he's also trying to be Superman and do all these things. And it's like, he is having a lot of trouble balancing that. And he's still trying to be very endearing and hopeful and, you know, be Superman, but it's like, that's not really enough for his family, for him to be just Superman. Um, and it would be really easy for him to, you know, if Martha was alive and there in the show, spoiler alert, by the way, Martha. Yeah, Martha <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I feel yeah. bad. <laughs> no, this is, this is a spoiler zone. Um, but, spoilers. Hey, hey, it's a pilot. You're fine. It's a pilot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not missing much. This it's like the first episode. First three, yeah, first three minutes, she's dead. So <laughs> she's like, <laughs> imagine how how long our Martha Kent would have lasted, or this the CW Martha Kent would have lasted in this in the Man of Seal universe. <laughs> she would have been torched by that flamethrower minutes into being held captive. Uh, she's yeah. like. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. That's too yeah, This show is like, hey, my mom made this soup for me dead. <laughs> so never stood a chance. Yeah, she never stood a chance. That suit, she could have done a lot better with that suit, let me ask. Oh my gosh. Um, but uh <laughs> hey, mom, um, this soup is too hot. <laughs> um but yeah, but but him dealing with all these issues, it would be a lot. I'd feel a lot less worried for him if he had his mom to go back to and, you know, they move them all home to the farm and the kids live with their grandma and their grandma has all the answers kind of thing. And she has all the answers for Clark and can counsel him what to do. Um, I like it a lot more that she's not there and he doesn't have that support system. He's going to have to find a new way to figure out his problems. Yeah. And it creates more drama. Just yeah, like it does. Yeah. Fundamentally. And like, I think you may, I, the point that I see you're making is also like, I, I think I kind of agree with it fundamentally, which is like to bring in superhero parents. Martha Kent is not uh, Aunt May. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're totally like what they, what they did with Aunt May to kind of like as in the ultimate Spider-Man universe, where it's kind of like more mm-hmm. modernized, where she is a capable woman who's just like, okay, like, you know, Peter needs that foundation. Yeah. I don't know if Clark needs that foundation because he has yeah. Lois and now he has these yeah. boys. And so I think, I think you're right. And I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I just think that was very well put. So I'm can't yeah. really tack on much to that. Uh, wh- how, how do you like the dichotomy between the two sons? Um, I think it's good. I, okay. So this is a refresher. So before Christ on infinite earths, um, they lived on earth 38 uh, yeah, yeah, that okay. makes sense because Superman yeah. was created in 1938. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah, yeah right. they lived Supergirl's Earth, Earth 38. Um, and also, very quick note: this feels like a completely different universe from the Superman that we met on uh, Supergirl show. Yeah, like Is it's it? still Tyler Hecklin. It's still Tyler Hecklin on that show. Um, he came in season two, and he was great. Um, 
but this feels after like crisis and everything, this feels like a very different world and setup uh, from the Superman that we knew on that show or even that world of that show. Um, and it could, I mean, that could not be the case. Like we could see more people come in and we could see even Supergirl cameo on the show. I, um, I'm, I'm thinking we will. I'm sure we will. But the world of this show and like the atmosphere of it feels very different from what we saw on Supergirl. Um, but um, what was I saying? Um, while you think about what you're saying. Oh, I, oh, I, got, I remember. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. So what we saw on before Christ and Infinite Earths are living on Earth 38 um, on Supergirl's Earth. And right before Crisis, Superman and Lois had just had a son. Uh, Jonathan Kent, and then oh yes, it was baby, yeah, and then after Crisis, and everyone got got put on Earth Prime, which is one Earth, you know, yeah. all that stuff, and Oliver Queen became the Spectre and rebooted the universe. Um, oh, they, I never even finished the Crisis on the Earth. Really, <laughs> really, yeah. And, Oliver Oliver Queen turns into Spectre. Well, that's good. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and they they he remakes the multiverse and then puts everybody on the same Earth, Earth Prime, rather than Earth One. Oh. Wow. Um, and well, that's our turn. Earth, actually. Yeah, it's our Earth. Yeah. Uh, Superman? Uh, I'm, like, uh, <laughs> I'm like Tyler. <laughs> yeah. um, and the sons went from the son went from a baby to sons who were teenagers. Um, so so yeah, we they, we could also make the assumption that time went by too. Maybe maybe we won't have any cameos because time went by. Maybe yeah. Um, but they definitely did change the son from one son to two sons. Um, yeah. I do remember that. Um, so, but yeah, I, I think it's interesting. It's, I mean, it's just adding that kind of drama. Um, I think they're there mainly for the drama. I'm like, that was the one thing. I, I like the idea of him being a father. I like the idea of him having sons. But I'm like, did we have to go with teenagers? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. just... I've had a lot of, because I also watched the first two seasons of Riverdale for the fans, and I'm just nice. kind of tired of teenage CW melodrama. Yeah. And like, if we're, I was going to spoilers when Clark tells his kids that he's Superman, because mm -hmm. he didn't do this for the first, whatever, 14 years of their lives. Yeah. They just have this yelling bout at him, and it's like, you lied to me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, let's just calm down. You know, <laughs> like, it's not like, hey, dad, can you fly for me? Like, can I go flying? It's, yeah, you've never loved us and I, I needed a father. And it's like, yeah, man, let it be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the kid like is a little brat, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, I think of it as more like it's Smallville, but Superman is Jonathan Kent now. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're kind of seeing that, that like kind of reversal to where, they're going to be going around doing adventures around their town with new budding powers and they're going to be going to their dad for help. My hope is that they, them on the show becomes more about a relationship with Clark rather than, you know, melodrama between like girls and like yeah. you know, relationships and stuff like that. That's my hope. I'm not super confident that's, that's <laughs> what's going to happen, but I hope that they kind of tune the focus more on Clark having to deal with, his like responsibility to his kids and his sons who are developing these powers um, and things may be going very wrong with that uh, <laughs> yeah. rather than them, you know, kind of just making out with girls at parties. Yeah. And then like finding out those girls have boyfriends. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, li I did like them when he blew up the fire though. Oh, that and, was like, sick. Started wigging out. Yeah. I'm like, I did like, you know, they kind of, they, 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 what's it? 
they fooled us. They bamboozled us into yeah. thinking the athletic son was going to be, or Jonathan's the athletic one. Yeah. The athletic son was going to be the one with powers and he, everything mm-hmm. comes naturally to him, but it's like, no, Jordan, the wannabe social outcast, <laughs> like saved his brother and like has heat vision. It's like, whoa, he's actually the one with powers. Yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, yeah. Oh, me too. I liked, I liked that. Uh, I just really, really, really hope they don't do some sort of arc, which I think they will, but some sort of arc where he, Clark and Lois are worried that he's going to be a super villain. I'm like, could we just not even go down that path? Like, yeah, I think they're obviously doing like setting up something like that, like a Superboy Prime, possibly kind of oh. situation. especially with having two Superboys potentially on the show. Like, you know. Oh my gosh, is Jordan's name Jor El? I just thought, yeah, after Jor El, yeah. That is, I never even thought about that. <laughs> I learned that now with the audience. Unless you guys already knew, you're probably smarter than me, anyways. Um, I knew. Okay, I'm the best. Let's. How do you actually? You know what? I want to chime in before I ask my next question. Yeah. I want to mention the production of this show was so good. I know it's a pilot, it's, so yeah. they're like shelling out for the pilot, yeah. but it was so good. Like significantly a step above any other CW show that's ever been made. <laughs> I thought this one especially, well, it's like they have the formula down and like they uh-huh. also know what hits and they really just yeah. like hit it with this show. I think they're shooting it differently too. Like it's like, I don't know if it's the lighting or the cinematography or even like the extra budget for special effects, but like it looks so much better, especially compared to Supergirl. Oh yeah. Like, I think oh. Supergirl looks like probably one of the wonkiest shows in the CW oh, really? verse, just like the flying and like, and it's a lot of, it's a heavy, it's an alien heavy show. Yeah. So like seeing all these like aliens and like CGI villains all the time, like pretty rough sometimes. Those are the first reveal of freaking like Martian Manhunter in, in Supergirl was rough. Oh yeah. my gosh. The roughest thing ever though. One of my favorite villains of all time. I'm sorry. No knocks on Supergirl. Love, love. <laughs> the perfect Supergirl is most. I love her Supergirl. Yeah. Like I'm excited for the new girl. They just got on. I'm like really yeah. stoked. Uh, but Listen, Benoist is perfect. The roughest cut on that entire thing, Cyborg Superman. Mm. That was yeah. like, remember when the pics got leaked of Gotham's uh, Bane? It was that yeah. level cringe. And I'd say yeah. even worse. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sorry. A, a character like that, if you don't have the budget for it, just please don't. just don't do it. Yeah. And like literally, why did you name Martian Manhunter Hank Henshaw? Like anyone else. <laughs> like John Jones. Like that literally... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. It was a good. They fooled us. That was pretty good. They did fool us. Well, we'll get we'll get General Martian Manhunter in the Snyder Cut pretty soon here. So that's what I'm saying. That's my biggest. That's you've heard it here first. That everyone's like, oh, who's it gonna be? I'm like, it's definitely gonna be Martian Manhunter. Oh yeah, I feel like they've been pretty open about that. Oh, I thought I was smart because there's a whole <laughs> Twitter rampage that it was Green Lantern, and I'm like, no, it's not gonna be Green yeah, Lantern. I think. Well, he did confirm him that he was that guy was Martian Manhunter, and they showed the he showed the concept art for it. Um, I think uh, maybe I don't know if we know for sure he's gonna be in the movie, but like everybody kind of it's like a, I feel like it's a a badly kept secret that he's in the movie. <laughs> well, the worst yeah. the, the way it was kind of spoiled for me was when DC released their variant covers for the Zack Snyder mm. Justice League. Yeah, Martian Manhunter was like standing next to the Snyder Justice League, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Hey. That's I hope I don't spoil that for a lot of people, but I'm like, nah, that's fine. They're fine. I'm like, it, this movie's already kind of been spoiled. But. If they're listening to this and they care about that, they probably already knew. And if they listen to this and they don't care about that, then they don't care. Then, you know, it's special treat. And maybe we're wrong. You know, we don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'll gladly I mean, be I, wrong. I, I would like to see some Green Lantern stuff too, but you know. Uh, well, there, there's, 
there's the HBO Max show coming out, so that I know, cool. and probably we'll see uh, John Diggle. Oh, also, what happened at the end of Crisis is John yes. Diggle in the ring. That was one of the best. Metropolis now. That was one of the best freaking moves in yeah. that yeah. in that series. I was like, because that was a fan theory, and I don't usually give a lot of those fan theories like yeah, like credit. But when that one came around, I was like, actually, yes. Well, they've been teasing it for so long. Like, oh, right. like when, uh, when, so in Flash, um, the cro- the crossover previous to actually no, it was the it was Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, we saw the 1999 Barry Allen come back. Oh yeah, yeah, and like John Wesley Shipp Barry Allen, mm-hmm. and he saw John Diggle, and he's like, John, like, where's your ring? And like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so it, they've been like they've been toying us along with that for a while now. And freaking, I he uh, Dave Ramsey, I think. Who, no, John Ramsey. I think it's David Ram. David Ramsey. Dave, I'm, Dave I Ramsey got, is like the like the like the old money guy. Yeah, I was, I was like, I listen to Dave Ramsey, but like <laughs> David Ramsey, he I think was an exceptional actor. He's my favorite character on the Arrowverse shows. For yeah, sure. yeah, he's super solid. Um, but uh, yeah, go. Um, oh my gosh, we just went on tangent. <laughs> um, I guess worth it. Yeah, it really was. I'm like, hey, you're getting more. This is a podcast, okay? What yeah. do you want from us? We're just, we're just podcasting. This is uh, Podcast 101. The, okay, so towards the end of the episode, what did you think about the Luthor reveal? Uh, I thought it was cool. It looks like the Halo Master Chief. Um, kind of yeah, an I, odd costume. I, I'm ready. You know what I think it's going to happen? Is he's going to fight Lex Luthor. Uh-huh. The helmet's going to get ripped off, and it's going to look like the OG Superman, Batman, Luthor, like Robo co- mech costume. Yeah, I think he, yeah. Oh, yeah, like that. That's like a prototype, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing he's going to upgrade that costume for sure. Um, my guess is that it's kind of more, well, because like we know what the Luthor on this earth looks like. It's uh, yes, John Cryer, right? Yeah, John Cry. Um, so uh, my guess is that it, because this guy's black. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. Or he looks black. Um, like it's from who, behind. Yeah. No, he so, was. I looked up the yeah. IMDb. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so, my guess is that, and I I don't know anything if this is accurate or not, but my guess yeah. is that some kind of alternate universe Luthor, maybe like Alexander Luthor, uh-huh. um, and my like maybe he came from an Earth because like right before Crisis, you know, Captain like they called him Captain Luthor, like not Lex or anything like that, um, and he's like, but he knows who Superman is, and he's like very upset with him, and like knows his backstory and all the stuff. Like Crisis just happened. Maybe he came from an Earth where. There was an evil Superman, more like a Homelander type Superman. Yeah, who was like the villain of that Earth, like maybe like an Injustice type Earth. Oh wow! And, or yeah, like and, or Earth Two for my fans. Yeah, and and he was like kind of more the hero there, and like fought against Superman, probably losingly, and ended up on this Earth post Crisis, and it was like Superman's here. Like this guy sucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna take him down. Um, I'm sure that you know that will create some conflict, but I don't I'm know. Down. We'll see. I'm yeah. down. You know, it's actually also really cool. I was listening to my favorite podcast. It's called geek history lesson. And they were talking about the bronze age Superman mm-hmm. and uh, Morgan edge. Who's like a super famous yeah. DC character. He buys the daily planet in like the bronze age. So yes. him, do- him doing that in this show was a like callback to that, which I thought was mm. so, I was like, wow, that's so cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I- I'm curious about what they're going to do with Morgan edge. Um, I I want I you know what I thought would be really cool would be if Morgan Edge was responsible for 
all of it. Like it's they call him mm-hmm. Captain Luthor, but that's like a cop out, and it's all Morgan Edge. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe he's Morgan Edge, or maybe I, Luthor is Morgan. It's just it's like taking the name Morgan Edge, something like that. Or it's like, it, yeah, no, this is just me thinking about this on my drive here. I was like, I was like, if I was writing Superman, then everything would be Morgan Edge. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure that's all connected in some kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. we we got whatever. How many episodes of this series? I I'm guessing like probably 22, the full run. Of, that's my guess. Oh my I don't gosh. know. I wish it would be less, but yeah. 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 You know, well, well, <laughs> I think I'll, like, like all the rest, I'll probably watch this one. And then, Ooh, actually the only one, the only ones first season I didn't watch star girl. I, Oh, star girl. I watched half of the first season. Yeah. I did. I kind of, I kind of hopped off because I got busy. It was yeah. good, man. Yeah, I watched the first, I watched the first half too. Like, that's, that's a fun show. Yeah, it it was. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm just like they were trying to lean way hard into the Americana, and I'm like, I'm a yes. big JSA guy. And then when mm-hmm. moderate spoilers, when they were trying to rebuild the JSA, yeah, I was like, what? Like, where's like where's Alan Scott? Where's like Doctor Midnight? Yeah. Where's all these all my like actual peeps? Or where's Ted Grant Wildcat? And they were just like, no. And I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I was having fun with her character. Like yeah. all the Stargirl stuff, I was really enjoying in the show. When they start, as I, I tried to hop out the same point. When they started like rebuilding the JSA with all new characters, I'm like, this is really what I came here for. Um, yeah. And it's like, I don't hate it. I wish they would show more of the JSA, like maybe in the past or flashbacks and kind of like connect those kind of stories to where we're still getting yeah. the old JSA and like dealing with the new stuff. And, and maybe they do that later in the season. But yeah, um, halfway through, I was like, I don't have the energy for this. I don't think. Yeah, it's but also for that show, you want to go to production really quick. Oh my gosh, for a different show entirely. Yeah. The the stripe suit looks amazing. Yes, that yes, was like a does. great looking suit, and I really did like Breck Bassinger, the yeah. main girl in it. She, I thought she was very. She's so good. If you, everyone should look into the context of like why that show was made, that is mm. Jeff Johns's like most personal property he's ever written, and it's mm. it's very special. So to see that like happen and come to fruition. Yeah, and it's a show that I thought so little of when I first saw it was announced and saw all like the like promo photos and stuff of that. I was like, this looks like garbage. Yeah. And it's like super solid. Yeah, like, it I wasn't bad. It's, it's probably better than Supergirl. Yeah, and like, like Jack, like well, for the fans too, like you and I probably aren't the target audience for that show. No, <laughs> no, we're not. And I was still able to really enjoy it too. So exactly. I was like, oh, this is a, this is awesome. Also, everyone to watch titans that's just me if we're going dc universe exclusives <laughs> um uh, uh that's that's i don't know i'm jackson, pretty big wet fart for me <laughs> jackson <laughs> brutal rating uh <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny um well okay so there we have it with our superman and lois reveal yeah. so you gonna keep uh, watching yeah oh if it's a fans one i think on whether it's worth us film podcast or Cameron reads comics, I'll probably do a season one review. Yeah. I'll watch the first season. And I'm like, let's why not, just why not put it on both. Oh baby. Like we do. Like we do. Exactly. Like we do. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I, I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It was interesting, fun. I'm mm. going to watch it. So it, yeah. I love Superman. I just, I don't know what it is right now. I'm in this huge yeah. Superman kick, obviously with the last two weeks content yeah. but um yeah. yeah and also all the other cw shows been so like have not been on the air because of covid and they'll yeah. have to like stop filming um and this one was able to film before like covid stuff or like get or like finish it during covid stuff at least 
Yeah. Um, like the flash had to stop halfway, like almost like with like six episodes left last season and didn't get to finish their storyline. Oh, and really? It, it was pretty rough. Yeah. I even, like, yeah. Yeah. They had to shut down. Like they, they were doing like a mirror master plot and they did not finish it. And they just like had a season finale. They're like, they're and caught was, in the mirror. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. He said, whoa. And, <laughs> that, and like the first bit of this season is finishing that story. And then they're doing the next villain. It, it was pretty rough. Yeah. Um, alrighty. Well, I'm glad we know that. Uh, I'm like, I wish I could so much flash. I wish I love the flash, but I'm like, it's basically just Wally West now who is the best flash. Anyways. Um, Jack, what would you rate this pilot out of 10? I would rate it a solid 7.7 out of 10. Oh, that's a good one. Maybe, maybe actually for a pilot a little bit, I'll do an eight out of 10 for a pilot because pilots are usually pretty crappy. Yeah. pretty whatever this was a solid pilot it really was i was like yeah it was the kind of superman content that i do want to see and yeah uh, i like i like the actors i think the actors all yeah. did a really great job and it wasn't it there there was some cheesy melodrama but like otherwise yeah. i'm like yeah, it's at this point to be expected like you know what yeah. you're walking into and the other stuff like the good stuff outweighed any of that kind of bad stuff for me like easily yeah absolutely so Alrighty, well, thank you so much for being on. I wait, I give it a, a freaking eight, eight point five. I think I really like. Wow, it. yeah, it was good. Again, yeah, like I said, like I thought the good way way outweigh the bad stuff, and like it's a pilot. Yeah. Like the story was so compelling and dynamic, and like yeah, good. It was and Superman was flying around. That's freaking yeah. sick. And for me, who had no plans to watch it at all, yeah, it got me in, and I'm in. So <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's so us though. It's like yeah, yeah. like I and. The Flash pilot was so good, you're still watching it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Alrighty. Well, thanks for thanks thanks for chatting with me, Jack. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Part we're, two. We are. We're back. And then actually we will be be back sooner rather than later for mm. uh Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, the ultimate edition. Do we have the energy to talk about that movie again? Probably not, but we're doing it anyways. We're going for it. All right. We're and going for it. The ultimate edition, also known as the only edition that matters in this canon. Also known as the only edition where you see Batman's butt cheeks. <laughs> oh in my shower. Wow. I, I have not I'm halfway through in, and I'm in, not four K HDR UHD <laughs> resolution. In red. In red <laughs> camera freaking the Zack Snyder cut. That's right. I, <laughs> I got an uncut version just to look at the butt scenes some more. <laughs> I pause it there Uncut every James. time. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All righty. Well, Jack, I will talk to you later. Hey, Thank yeah. you so much. We'll we'll see. We'll be seeing you, buddy. Thank you so much. I'll see you very soon. <laughs>